Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Being that tonight is Xmas Eve, we wanted to talk about Judaism and Christianity, modern halacha. Shir is dedicated for my father's neshama, Shlomo Chaim ben David. Hareni kaparat mishkavo. Are we allowed to enter churches or Buddhist, for that matter, any idol worship? They have some beautiful, beautiful monuments and cathedrals. Are Jews allowed to visit there to enjoy the architecture? Or also, like I was asked as the rabbi of the congregation here at Ma'ara Torah, sometimes you have to attend a funeral of your secretary, which was Christian or Buddhist. And um, it's a real thing because we Jews believe that Christianity is idol worship and we should stay far, far away from it. So would you be allowed to enter, or if you're a government official, into, into the National Cathedral to give respect to the president or to one of your employees or so on and so forth? The answer is very simply no. Because the Talmud in Abu Zarah, page 17, Yud Zayn Daf Aleph, says that, Sheyesh Yisur shel Abu Zarah. Based on a pasuk in Proverbs in Mishle, it says, Al tikrav el petach beta. Do not, the same way that you're not supposed to even come close to the house of a prostitute, go to the other street or another side of the street. The Gemara learns from that pasuk that it's also talking about idol worship, which means that you shouldn't even go near the door of it. And the Rambam really, really goes off on extreme here. We see how far we should run away from anything associated with idolatry or Christianity. Look at the, Ram, the Rambam in Pirish when he explains the Mishnah, chapter 1 of Mesechta Avodazara, page 11. The Rambam writes very clearly, he says, if there's a city that's a Christian city, it's a Buddhist city, and in that city they have a church, they have a house of idol worship, look at Maimonides says, he says, according to the letter of the law, it should be forbidden to even live in such a city. <laughs> not only should you not enter for any reason the church, any city that has a church in it, you shouldn't even live in that city altogether. This is the Rambam, look it up. And he says, So why does the Rambam live in a city in Spain that has such a thing? He says it's impossible since we're in Galut. We're forced, we're coerced into having to live in cities that have churches. And this is the curse that God gives us in the Torah, that we're, God forbid, going to serve idols of stone and wood. And look, It says the Rambam holds, once the city has a church in it, the whole city... It's forbidden to even live there. Go live in another city. Which could be why that some Jews ran away from the Christians and went to the Muslim countries, the Sephardim. But anyways, 
It says ve'kalva ve'im ha'yikula dina ken shasru letocha kalva chomer lebeto asa. So the Rambam says, if I'm telling you that a city that has a church in it, you should a Jew should try to move to another city if he can, then for sure and for sure you're not allowed to ever enter under any circumstance as a church. And look what the Rambam says. You shouldn't even, even if it has wonderful and beautiful architecture, you shouldn't even look at it. Because we know that when you look at something, the Maharal explains, this is the same reason we're not allowed to look at women that are forbidden to us. We have to guard our eyes, like it says, because once you look at something, you become connected to it. So the Ramam is saying, I would recommend you not even looking at the church. And he says, So if you shouldn't look at it and come near it, for sure you shouldn't enter it. And the, the Rashba holds this way. By the way, today's shir is based on Ravavadia, the master of Talmud, Yechaved Da'at, section 4, Teshuvah 45, Memhei. So anyways, our prince of Talmud, Ravavadia, goes and brings that that you should look up the Shulchan Aruch. Then there's a very strange Shulchan Aruch in Kuf in Nun Zayin, chapter one fifty seven, and he says that there is one exception to this rule. We know usually, as wonderful and concrete all rules are, a lot of times every rule has an exception, and that is. Let's say you were falsely, like it's the Holocaust, or there's a mass shooting, God forbid, going on, or a terrorist, and you need to run away because your life is in danger. He says, then you are allowed to seek shelter in a idol worship house, in a church. And the Ramah says, but it says, some hold that if it's a time where, like during the Crusades, or during the Spanish Inquisition, where they wanted every Jew to convert to Christianity, the opinion of the Ramah is that then you shouldn't even, even if your life is in danger, go find shelter somewhere else. So again, it's very clear, crystal clear from the Shulchan Aruch, that he says, if your life is in danger, then you can enter. Which obviously... If we have any common sense, you can equate that that in uh, just to go visit, just to go enjoy the beauty of the architecture, or for historical, you're on a tour of Europe, and many of the most beautiful tourist sites are cathedrals. Only if your life is in danger, you're allowed to enter there. But regular, just for fun and vacation, obviously, it is not forbidden. And we know that if you look in the Shulchan Aruch, the Rambam, in the end of Hilchot Ma'achot Asurot, chapter 11, says that, Shahanotzrim of the Avodazarahen. He clearly, unequivocally, the Rambam, and unfortunately makes us cry sometimes to think how many hundreds of thousands, or maybe even possibly millions of Jews were burnt and murdered because they didn't want to convert to Christianity. Clearly, even though they believe in the Trinity, the Rambam says that Christianity is idol worship. So the same way that when the Talmud says that you're not even now to go near the door of an idol worship house, it would be the same 
law regarding a church. Now, there's a very, very, very important case once came up. I used to learn on a daily basis with a wonderful student of mine. And he was enticed. He was uh, he had a big client that owed a lot of very wealthy people. They were Jews for Jesus. Originally, they were Jewish. They had converted to... to to um, Christianity through Jews for Jesus, which is also, you know, there's many messianic synagogues out there. And don't be fooled. All of those, they call Jesus Yemach uh, Yeshua, all of those have the same law as a church. So we're not allowed to enter any of those messianic synagogues. And thank God, even the, the secular Jewish federations have the common sense to exclude them from any of the Jewish denominations. So, I had a student once that he was going to be, they, this very, very wealthy family said, we're going to make you our top real estate broker to buy and sell apartment buildings. And he could have made, made potentially millions of dollars of, but they said only on account that you come to our Christmas party. So I asked my Rebbe, Rebbe Svi, and he said, under no circumstances you should let him go to that Christmas party. Because we have to understand that the Christians, for them, it's a real black eye. It's a real sour point that they claim that he's the Messiah of the Jews and the Jews didn't accept him. So they're willing to spend hundreds of millions of dollars and willing to change their churches into fake synagogues, messianic synagogues, to try to, any way possible, through Jews for Jesus, to make fake out the Jews, to trick them that to believe in this false God. I don't know which type of God it is that you could kill him. I thought God was almighty and all-powerful. And the, my Rosh Hashiva, Rav Weinberg, that's all I used to say, if you look at the fifth book of the Torah, dozens upon dozens of times, if you want to summarize it, it says that uh, destroy... And make sure that you get it crystal clear that God has no image and has no form. So God is everywhere and He can't take the form of the body. You can't kill God. You can't murder a God. And we have to be very vigilant to know that in this America especially, these laws are not a joke. People, the Christian community spends hundreds of millions of dollars trying to convert Jews to Christianity. And we are so lucky to have the Torah, which is the most perfect of all laws, and our rabbis that interpret it and make it relevant, that this, that we should stay a hundred miles away from anything that is Christian and not even enter the churches for appreciating their architecture is very true. And the Rabbeinu Yehuda HaChassid and Sefer Hasidim brings down that there was once a wealthy Jew that used to lend out money. And one of his clients had a bad habit. Whenever the Jew would say, hey, it's time to pay the piper, pay me back my money, this guy would run away into the church. And this gentleman knew that this pious Jew is not going to come into the church, and so he would try to prevent the Jew from collecting the money that was owed to him. So it says one time the Jew got so frustrated that the guy was um, evading him, that he ran after him into the church and he said, give me the money. Or else, so he finally got the money, but then he felt guilty. He came to his rabbi and he said, you know, I had entered the church. 
And the rabbi told him that you did a big sin. The Sefer Hasidim brings this down. If you want to look up the Sefer Hasidim, in Tala, chapter 435. And the rabbi actually told him every day on the anniversary that you had stepped into the church, you should fast. You should make a ta'anit. So, he says this Jew was a very pious and good Jew. And therefore, he actually did this. This To the day he died, he used to fast every year that he had stepped into the church. So, this is something that we see that even the Rishonim already, Rabbi Yudha Chassid, is, is saying that one of the great rabbis of the medieval centuries thought it, that it was such a big mistake that he made his congregant and his student fast entire lifetime on the anniversary that he had stepped into the church. And it says that Rabbi Yehuda Chassid brings again that another Jew had gone into a church, into the courtyard of the church and he heard a heavenly voice angelic voice saying that that you've thrown me away to go after the idols and that person also so a second person in the Sefer Hasidim Rabbi Yudha Hasid brings used to fast because he had even entered the courtyard of a church or any Buddhist or idol worship place so the Chidah brings down from his great grandfather Rabbi Avram Azulai one of the great Kabbalists that you should know Kabbalistically when you enter Right? We Jews, the most important prayer that we have is Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Those are the first words and last words that summarizes our entire life. So the Chida brings from his great-grandfather, Rabbi Amar Azulai, that if you enter a church, you have to know that you have entered under the, under the influence of the Sitra Akhra, the Satan. And don't get fooled like I said, little, little trying to go into the courtyard or, and then you're going to get entered and end up totally, totally in a state of falsehood and impurity. And uh, the Chida brings this many places. Rab Chaim Filaji also in his Teshuvot 26, Chaim Biyad, one of the great chief rabbis of Turkey, brings dozens upon dozens of sources that it is absolutely forbidden to enter a church and Rabbi David Zilberstein in his Teshubot, in his books, Shibulei David, says that don't think this is any even rabbinic to enter a church. Because some people, they think rabbinic laws, in their foolishness, they think rabbinic laws you could play, play with. But he says, Lachen en latir b'makom he says, Rabbi David Zilberstein makes something very clear. He says, he says, since this is forbidden from Torah law to enter a church, even if your employee or one of your managers or one of your neighbors is going to, it's going to cause them to dislike you and for them to harbor hatred in their heart because you didn't come into the church and attend the funeral, he said there is no excuse. You're not allowed to, even though it's going to lead to that. Obviously, you could always send flowers and a card or go to the um, 
graveyard, I don't believe it's a problem in that, but, or even stand on the sidewalk outside of the church. But at the end of the church, even though your neighbor or friend or business associate is going to feel hurt, ultimately the, who we have to keep happy is the Almighty. And Rabbi Elazar Deutsch brings down in his book, Prisadeh, that there was a whole group of Jews that had entered the church, church to enter the funeral of a minister of the government in Europe. And he writes over here, I'm quoting him, He said they did a big mistake, they did a big sin. Because they, right, there's three sins that we Jews have to give up our life and not go after. Sleeping with a married woman or homosexuality, the cardinal sin of sexual immoralities, anything in the Torah that is a death penalty to people that were forbidden through karet to have sexual relations, if they want to coerce you into it, you have to die and not do it. Idol worship, like many Jews in the Inquisition and throughout Europe were burnt at the stake and they didn't do it. And also, being a murderer. If, a, God forbid, a Nazi puts a gun to your head and says, and murder a bunch of Jews or I'll murder you, your blood is not redder than theirs. So, this, to be connected to idol worship, is a cardinal sin. It's the Ten Commandments. It's the first one. The first and second one says, I'm your God. Do not have any other gods. And God, God doesn't have a mother-in-law and a mother and a son and the Holy Ghost. It's only one. So, he says, what that congregation, that group of Jewish presidents that had attended the funeral in the church, they, they, they did a big mistake. Even if it's going to cause the non-Jews to feel animosity towards us, you're not allowed to. And he says, Oi! Rabbi Eliezer Deutsch in his book writes, Woe is to the, to this generation that they fall into the trap of doing such a big sin and they have to do Teshubah. They need to repent. And may God forgive them for this mistake that they've done. And the Rabbi Yecheskel Abdi also says, so Rabbi Vadya brings us in his conclusion to this whole shir, he says it's clear, clear as uh, the sky. It's crystal clear that under no circumstances you're allowed to enter a church so the people from Israel or America that take Jews on tours of Europe, especially where they have beautiful cathedrals, they have to make sure they should not put part of their itinerary to visit the churches. Or if you would visit Japan or the China, also they have some golden domes in, in the Far East. They have some very, very beautiful and expensive churches and houses of Buddhist idol worship, whatever, you're not allowed to enter there. And a, a Jewish tour guide that takes the Jews there, he's being over, he's going on Lifne Iver Loti Ten Mishol. He's putting a, in front of a blind person uh, a stumbling block. Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef Shalita, the current chief rabbi, also had put out such a proclamation that he had come to his um, knowledge that many observant Jews that were Shomrei Shabbat were entering these churches 
on their tours to Europe. And it's absolutely positively wrong. And may God bless all of us. And hopefully very soon Mashiach will come. That the whole world will know that there's only one God. He has no form. He has no mother. He has no mother-in-law. And may that day come very soon. And we, the whole world will be witness to the ultimate truth. And in that time there will be peace and unity amongst all the nations. Amen. Don't forget to subscribe.